ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له اشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلوات الله وسلامه عليه اما بعد يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله واحسن هدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار ثم اما بعد يا عباد الله قال الله سبحانه وتعالى في كتابه الكريم كل نفس ذائقه الموت الله سبحانه وتعالى he says in his noble book every soul shall taste death this is a reality that each and every one of us shall experience Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed us here in this dunya and has given us the opportunity to gain good for ourselves so it is incumbent that we take advantage of our lives and thus gain good for ourselves here in this dunya if we are truly intelligent as the poet he said inna lillahi ibadan fadana نظروا في الدنيا وطلقها نظروا فيها فلما علموا انها ليست لحي وطنا فجعلوها لجة واتخذوا فاتخذوا صالح الاعمال فيه سفنا the poet said what means that verily Allah has ibad he has slaves that are very intelligent they have looked into the affair of the dunya and thus divorced it they have contemplated over its affair and once they have come to realize that verily this is not an abode for those who are truly seeking real life so therefore they have turned this dunya and consider it to be nothing but an ocean and therefore they have taken their good actions as a boat by way in which they will cross it This is the reality of the dunya is that we have to utilize it so that we may gain good for ourselves and not squander any opportunity. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his noble book he says, Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu kutiba alaykum as-siyam kama kutiba ala alladhina min qablikum la'allakum tattaqun ayyaman ma'dudat. 
فمن كانت منكم مريضا أو على سفر فعدة من أيام أخر Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says what means oh you who believe fasting has been written upon you made obligatory upon you as it was made obligatory upon those who came before you so in order that you attain piety that you attain taqwa set days set amount of days so whoever from amongst you is sick or on a journey then they will make those days up later so those who are sick, their sickness is broken down into two types. You have a sickness in which they anticipate to be cured from it. So therefore they will make up their days later. And then you have a sickness in which they do not anticipate that they will be cured from it. So it is not upon them to fast. However, it is still not upon them to squander the opportunity of Ramadan. So for those who are sick, how will they deal with Ramadan? Those who are sick with the sickness in which they do not anticipate that they will be cured from it, how do they deal with Ramadan? It is incumbent that they do not squander this opportunity, that they are not neglectful because they are not fasting, but that they strive in other means, they strive in other manners, so that they may benefit from Ramadan. All of us, we have to benefit from Ramadan if we want to be of those who are successful, if we want to be of those who gain good for themselves throughout the duration and course of their life. Hada Apulu Koli Hada wa Astaghfirullah Ali Walakum Wali Jamir al Muslimin Fastaghfiru Fa innahu Huwal Ghafur Rahim. Bismillah Walhamdulillah Wa Salatu wa Salam ala Rasulillah wa Ba'd Ya Ibadullah قال الله سبحانه وتعالى في كتابه الكريم شهر رمضان الذي أنزل فيه القرآن the month of Ramadan wherein the Quran it has been revealed for those who are striving to benefit from Ramadan then this is the month of Quran this is the month wherein we are encouraged to read contemplate and to reflect over the Quran even more so than we do throughout the course of the year. The Sahaba, they used to complete the Quran on average, reading it from cover to cover every seven days. There were those who done it slightly faster, there were those who have done it slightly longer. Every month, they were completing the Quran once. Every month, they were completing the Qur'an at least once. Those who did it every seven days, multiple times, and the like. So in Ramadan, we are encouraged to increase upon our daily reading of the Qur'an, to increase upon our contemplation, increase upon sitting down with Allah's book. Those who are sick, this is an opportunity of which they have the ability to take advantage of. So the advice to them is that they should strive hard to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by reflecting over his book. Worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by reading and reciting his book. Worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by studying his book. This is from the ways in which they will be able to capitalize on the benefit of Ramadan and that thus they will not squander the opportunity. 
So just because they are not fasting, that does not mean that they don't read the Quran. Then they should read the Quran, they should read it abundantly. They should read the Quran and they should continue to read it and to contemplate and to reflect over it. Also, from those actions in which those who are sick, they still have the ability to do. And that is to make remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, And those who remember Allah much from the males, and those who remember Allah much from the women, from the females. So remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that which every believer is encouraged to do, every believer is commanded to do. So therefore, those who are sick inside of the, of the month of Ramadan, then they should increase in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and do not allow the life of this world to distract them. Do not allow the life of this world to busy them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, la tulhikum amwalukum wa la awladukum an dhikrillah. Wa man yaf'al thalika fa'ulaika humul khasirun. Allah ta'ala, he says what means, O you who believe, do not allow your money and your children to distract you, to divert you from the remembrance of Allah. And verily, he who does such, then they indeed are the losers. He who does such, then they indeed are the losers. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He commands us not to allow our money, our wealth, and pursuit of wealth, not to allow our children, that which is connected and related to the children, to divert us from the remembrance of Allah. When one looks to the importance of wealth inside of the life of the Muslim, when one looks into wealth and the importance of wealth inside the life of the Muslim, they realize that wealth has an importance. We need something from wealth so that we can establish our obligations. But with that, we are not to become distracted by it. When one looks to the children, then we know the benefit that is in the children. But even with that, we are not to become preoccupied by it and distracted by it. So now, how much more so how much more so are we not allowed to allow things that are frivolous, things from play and amusement to distract us from the remembrance of Allah? How much more so are we not allowed to allow the likes of television series and so on and so forth to distract us from the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? It is incumbent and it is a must that we close the door on distractions and that we give ourselves over full body to the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ya ibadullah. This is a tremendous opportunity of which none of us can squander. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, as it comes to the hadith of Abu Hurairah, radiyallahu ta'ala anhu, bima rawahu ibn Hibban, wa sahahahu al-albani, qala nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, atani Jibreel. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Jibreel came to me, فقال, and he said, من أدرك رمضان من أدرك رمضان ولم يظفر له من أدرك رمضان ولم يظفر له فدخل النار فأبعده الله قل أمين فقلت أمين Jibreel came to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he said to him whoever reaches Ramadan whoever reaches Ramadan and they are not forgiven, and thus have to enter into the fire, فَأَبْعَدُهُ اللَّهِ Then may Allah make him fall. 
Then may Allah make him fall from the mercy. May Allah make him fall from rahmah. May Allah make him fall from relief. May Allah make him fall. You say Amin. Say Amin, O Muhammad. So the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said. So I said Amin. I want you to listen and contemplate. Who was the one making du'a? And listen and contemplate. Who was the one saying Amin? Jibreel alayhi salatu wasalam, the best of the angels, is making this du'a for the person that Ramadan comes and they squander the opportunity. He's making du'a against them. And he commanded the Prophet sallallahu say Amin. And the Prophet sallallahu he said, so I said Amin. And he said Amin. The du'a of Jibreel and the Amin of Muhammad sallallahu the best of mankind. Who could be safe if Ramadan comes to them and they squander the opportunity and thus they are not forgiven and subsequently have to enter the fire? Who will be safe from being pushed far away from Allah's mercy, from being pushed far away from relief? Jibreel said, forever Allah, so may Allah make him fall. Qul Amin. Say Ameen. And the Prophet ﷺ, he said Ameen. Ya ibadullah. There is no excuse. Even for those who are sick, there is no excuse. Benefit from Ramadan by doing those things in which you have the ability to benefit from. What was mentioned from the reading of the Quran and from making dhikr, these are from the easiest, these are from the most easiest of the ways and the good deeds that a person could do. But there are others from the establishment of the prayer which is wedged, which is the greatest of the pillars after the shahadatayn, that it is incumbent that they are steadfast upon their prayers, and they pray as much as they can pray, from the voluntary prayers, and that they give sadaqah as much as they are able to give sadaqah, and that they, they reach out and they connect with their family members, and they show righteousness and good treatment to their mothers and their fathers, so on and so forth, from the good deeds, from the righteous good deeds, excel in doing the righteous good deeds, you're not able to fast? Okay. So excel in those deeds in which you are able to do. As Allah Ta'ala in you afiqani wa iyaakum bima yuhibbuhu wa yarda wa an yaj'alana mubarakan haythu ma kunna wa an yaj'alana minman idha a'tiya shakar wa dhubutuliya sabar wa idha adnaba staghfar fa inna haulai thalaat anwanu sa'ada rabbana atina fi dunya hasana wa fi al-akhirati hasana وقنا عذاب النار ربنا إنا نسألك الجنة ونعوذ بك من النار ربنا إنا نسألك الجنة ونعوذ بك من النار هذا يا عباد فأقيموا الصلاة